Hello, and welcome to the Massacast. Right off the bat, I'd like to thank everybody who's been downloading it and giving uh, feedback, good and bad. Really appreciate it. Feel free to uh, email me, massacast at gmail.com, if you have any suggestions or comments or whatever. You can also go to the website, massacast.com. Oh, also, brand new logo on the website and on the podcast. Uh, thanks to Tilda. She uh, she made those new logos. Uh, fuck a love story blogspot.com that's her website again fuck a love story <laughs> one word dot blogspot.com and uh in fact she's going to be on the podcast uh, in the very near future if all goes well uh let's see what else oh yes feel free to make a comment or rating uh in the uh, itunes section of the massacast you can i don't think you can give it a negative rating i don't think that's possible uh i think one is as low as it goes unfortunately um what else? Oh, yes. So uh, I was at uh, the suspension play party here in New York, and someone came out to me who actually listened to it, and uh, the podcast, that is. I know I was as surprised as you are, and said, what is, the, what is the mission statement for the podcast? And the, the simple answer is that there isn't one. There's, there's no mission statement. It's just, I, I don't know what it is, really, to be honest. Um, the, that being said... Uh, I also had a few people give me uh, give me shit a little bit in a good way, uh, saying, uh, uh, you know, oh, it's just a way for you to talk to dominant women. Well, no, it's just one more way for me to talk to dominant women. See, it's a little different. Actually, next the next episode will be a submissive person. I promise. It's either going to be a, a man or a woman. I can't tell you quite yet, but it will be a submissive, and it won't just be uh, me talking in the mirror. Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, I also have a, a switch lined up. Someone who said yes. I walked up to her because I, I I I know her through a friend, and I thought oh, she she'd be perfect for this. And uh, and she said yes. She said I'm a switch. I'm like perfect. That's awesome because I'm gonna I'm sure I have plenty of questions uh, regarding that. And, I, and also I've had a few questions uh, from readers as well that uh, they'd like me to bring up uh, in conversations. So today talking to a friend of mine. Uh, by the name of Ayla, and she uh, is a former pro-dom here in New York City. She, uh, just a little heads up, she and I are very close, we're really good friends, um, so if we sound sillier than normal, then you know why. We're just, you know, naturally, naturally silly, I guess. So the conversation started out uh, with her telling me uh, not just the negatives, but also the positives of being a pro-dom. Well... Since I've left, and I knew this was going to be the case, and it was the case before I started, um, I don't have nearly as much access to people that are willing to let me do the things I want to do. Um. <laughs> I'm looking at you suspiciously. We'll get back to that. I'm, I'm making notes of things that we have to come back to. Okay, go on. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, I have this huge volume of people to do things to that I've absolutely loved to do and couldn't get enough of and and so I stayed and tolerated a lot while I stayed um, and those things that I had tolerated for so long are the reasons why I couldn't stay any longer I just wasn't willing to tolerate them uh, what were those things that made you decide that was like okay this is just the good the, the bad's outweighing the good now I gotta go I am not ashamed to say that I stand in full judgment of the men who come who are married and have families mm -hmm. um, who come to play 
and pay and they're regulars and they are collared by mistresses and have this complete alternative life that their families may soon, you know, in the near or far future, find out about. Um, and I really, sometimes I, I just would fantasize about people's lives being destroyed because of these lies that they told, which mm -hmm. I felt like they deserved. Um, and other times I would just say, God, I, I hope they never find out. Right. I mean, it, it, that's going to go on for a little while. That's fine. This is the sound of the water. That's the sound of the guy you have chained in the other room trying to get out. <laughs> so it was this was the deception. You're what he was going for. And so it was the fact that he, you knew that the client who was lying was going because of you. You felt that taking yourself out of that position would help you feel better. Well, not help me feel better, but definitely reduce the amount of dissonance I felt inside. Right. Um, because I was playing a, a direct role in, in the deception that they were weaving around their families. And um, I, I didn't really care to be involved in that any longer. And, you know, how, how people can tell when they're being judged. Mm -hmm. You know, they can feel it. And... Um, there were m plenty of situations that I asked, especially if they came in and requested humiliation. <laughs> I gave them the kind of humiliation they weren't really asking uh. for. And I would ask if they're married and it would just come up. I would just loop it back throughout the whole scene. Right. What if your wife saw you now or, or you you know you dirty fuck how could you do this look at what you're doing right now step outside yourself you know and i would just completely fuck with their head like force this reality back into them because i just felt that they were so wrong honestly i don't know why anyone would tolerate something like that especially when they're paying for it like, i'm gonna give you thanks for the cash now i'm gonna do something you don't want you know? I didn't care about burning any bridges well, toward the end. Yeah. I was leaving. Uh, but there were other reasons. Like what? Well, um, there are people who can only live in the fringes of society. And um, domination and uh, work in, in the sex industry uh, is where a lot of the fringe dwellers live. And if you're living in working in parts of society and socializing in parts of society where only fringe dwellers can be because they, these parts of society are usually much more open-minded about the kinds of people that get involved. Um, then really super creepy people have direct access to you, especially when you're on the market and right. marketing yourself, marketing your persona and attracting clients, very strange people come out of the woodwork who would never ever come out of the woodwork in, in a, in a, in an educational setting. Right. All These the time. people either live on their own and live off of the government or they live with their moms in the basement playing Ex World of Warcraft. Exactly. <laughs> Or City of Heroes. I want to make sure it's being even. I don't want to piss off all the World of Warcraft. You're such a geek. I don't even know what either of those all right, are. I don't know. Um, <laughs> welcome to the kinky MMORPG talk. What? I don't even... Okay. I only know that because this guy in the elevator was talking about it on my way up. Yeah, that's... You mean 
on your way upstairs in my building? Yes. I think not. No, okay. <laughs> um, we're not talking about the guy who lives in his parents' basement. Uh, we're just, we're, you know. I am. Okay. You're not. I'm saying what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm saying this because I might be losing my job and moving into my parents' basement. No. <laughs> Because I don't want to, I don't want to insult my the, my future self. Is what I'm saying. Um, no, but, but we're talking about the person who, perfectly functional, but also is the same type of person who, if he went off and used a hatchet on a you know on on a school bus, they go, oh yeah, I saw oh, that yeah. coming. Yeah, he kept him, kept yeah. himself. You he's know, he's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, I, I I know what you mean. These are the times where you're like, just kind of, you get this odd vibe from him. And, and and you're saying that it's because of because the scene is very open to people. It just sort of comes along with the ride. It, it's just. I mean, this scene is open to usually the people who are so withdrawn uh, um, that can only live in the fringes of society end up having the kinds of desires that are completely unacceptable in normal society. And so here we are. I'm saying, you know, as a pro-dom, I was saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm, I'm what you're looking for, and you should come to me. And I didn't, I couldn't say, well, only you, you, and you. Right. I just have to say I'm here, and then, you know, whoever would come would come, and sometimes they'd be super creepy fringe dwellers, and sometimes they'd be, you know, normal... God, it was like a, a ray of it was like a ray of light when the normal people would come in with. Would there be like a fight for over? Yeah. <laughs> There's a normal person here. <laughs> he's not coming. I left my stapler. <laughs> I left my stapler, and he's not saying that. <laughs> I'll burn the place to the ground. <laughs> burn the place down. Um, Set the place on fire. <laughs> Uh, that's perfectly so when you left obviously you didn't um and this is where i tell you what you felt <laughs> um, so, you've been good at that uh, yeah. so when when you left i'm imagining you you did have a bit of a sense of relief but you oh didn't. god it was an incredible relief and but you also uh didn't have this outlet all the time no you know it has been it has been more than two years since uh -huh. I've played. More since than you played, two, played, yes, played? Since I have played. It's been more than two years. What is it that when you look for someone that is like, oh no, this is not going to happen with this person? Or what is it that, that prevents an attractive, kinky woman from playing as much as she would like to? What, what is it out there? Um, one of the things I really can't stand is when guys will come up to you and say, you know, you're a goddess, I'll do anything for you, please, you know, let me submit to you. I'm and sorry it's... about that. How many times do I have to apologize? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because you know they'll say that to the next attractive woman. Right. And the next attractive woman. And the next attractive woman. Right. I need someone to look me in the eye. and I, Because the moment they look me in the eye, I know exactly what their motives are. If they're completely selfish or if they're really open to getting to know even if they're not open to getting to know me if they can be honest right. and say listen i'm let's play right not let me serve you i will love you you are everything and they just 
you know, shared your airspace for a nanosecond, right. you know. Um, Have you considered that maybe your airspace for that nanosecond is so powerful? <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, that turns me off. Right. Is insincerity. Just, I just, I was around deception for so long that I I don't have a moment for it. You will be dismissed. Right. <laughs> I, we were at a party once, and there was a guy who seemed kind of maybe like a fringe person. He you, was definitely a fringe person. You know exactly what I'm going to talk exactly about. I know exactly what you're going to say. And we were just talking, and I didn't even notice this guy, but you probably apparently have your sixth sense. Um, you have your spider sense warning you of danger. It's pretty well honed right now, creeps. Uh, this guy was definitely... He looked like, uh, I don't want to judge people on looks, but he looked like uh, the Mole Man from uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> Moleman? His name is Moleman, right? You know who I'm talking about? But you're not judging. I'm not judging, but he looked like Moleman. That's not a... Hold on. I'm not saying that's good or bad, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that looking like the Moleman is good, is good or bad. I'm just saying he looked like the Moleman. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Just like how I would say if I, if I said he looked like Tom Cruise, that doesn't mean Tom Cruise is good or bad, Right. That's not a judgment. It's just... <laughs> but I didn't even see this guy coming. And we were in the middle of conversation. We were talking about something. I just remember whatever we were talking about, it was the most non-threatening conversation. And then all of a sudden... Do you remember what you said? You tell me. You, you, all of a sudden, you snapped your head over to this person who I just finally noticed when you snapped your head over. And you go, What? Stop staring at me. Stop. It was maybe five minutes later. You go, what? Stop looking at me. It was, that was, I remember just thinking that was fucking hot. He was trolling. Right. And by the way, what I said was, it was, it was much more threatening than what you're saying. Maybe because I remember it in such a positive way. What I said was, I did say what? Mm-hmm. And then the second time, the second pass, his second pass, which is actually more like his fifth or sixth, but you didn't notice. Right. I said, if you don't stop staring at me, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> That's what it was. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I hope this guy keeps staring. Because I'm going to see what happens next. I'm going to see the end of this story. Yeah, you're like, there's going to be a fucking problem, buddy. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. If I was in his position, which I believe he, I think he left the country after that, <laughs> uh, changed his name, joined a monastery. People like him are people that, those are the people that I'm talking about. Right. He, he should know better than to make that kind of visually aggressive eye contact with me and sustain it. Right. It's just not socially appropriate and what i and that is exactly one of the categories you know completely awkward social interactions or completely inappropriate social interactions are what fringe dwellers just don't know any better from right these some of these people only have interactions through their computer monitor right with other people which is also incredibly distorted social interaction you right. could be anything say anything do anything and there are no consequences right you could watch for hours and no one will have to know that you're watching people who lie about themselves on the internet are really sad <laughs> if you want to email me you can email me at my email address teen britney cheerleader 45 
at hotmail.com. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, yes, liars on the internet. <laughs> Not every guy at the events you're going to with this toolbox of unmentionables um, is a, you know, a fringe guy who's out there kind of creepy and staring at you oddly. What, what's wrong with the rest of them? Um, well, they seem to be old and fat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to the wrong party. Um, <laughs> it's true, there's though. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being old and fat, uh, by the way. First of but all. But I don't want to fuck old and fat people. Okay. First of all, you and I go to similar parties. <laughs> I know they're not all old and fat. No, they're not all old Because I'm fat. not old and fat, and there are other guys <laughs> like me there, right? I just, I, I actually, ha I've only just recently been coming back out. And right. the last party I went to that I brought my toolbox was an LGBT, it's supposed to be an LGBT party, but it was only gay boys. So I didn't get any action because, you know, I look straight They and they don't care to know if I'm bi anyway because they're not interested in anything but cock and I don't have one. I didn't bring mine. You couldn't lie and say <laughs> you were like post-op? I had one boy who said to me, one boy out of, out of these hundreds of boys who are all fucking each other. Well, hold on. You were at a party where there was actually hardcore sex actually happening at the Yes. Party. And it was amazing. Okay. <laughs> I was totally overwhelmed, completely socially retarded, because I was so overwhelmed by what was happening and around they me. And turned to you and said, what? If you stop staring <laughs> at me inappropriately, there's going to be a problem. No, it was for that. It was. We were all supposed to be watching each other. Okay. <laughs> so you showed up at a party with nothing but gay guys. You showed up hoping to play. There was like five girls and like 200 gay boys, and it was crazy. Holy crap. Yeah, it was awesome because as you walk further into the party, it got darker and darker. Right. And when the dark areas is where all the things were happening. Right. And so I just pulled up a chair and it was my first um, public orgasm. Wow. Yeah. It you... was so hot for me and I just, I put my hands on my pants and it was my first public orgasm. Wow. It was amazing. Um, I have no follow-up question to that. <laughs> We'll be right back. But so, <laughs> well, so that was the last party I went to, and I didn't get any action, and that's why. That sounds like you action. got some action. Self action, okay. which is what I've been doing. Uh, for let me ask you a, long a personal question. Qu question for my own: Were the other women that showed up straight? Um. Well, a couple of them were. <laughs> because I've got to go to this party. Can you if imagine? you're prepared to be approached by boys. I can be approached by boys. I'm just saying I, that I would walk up to the women there and go and say, Hey, look, if you're looking for the only straight dude here. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> we just watched the Family Guy episode. Um, no, but that, isn't that odd? That's great. <laughs> I, who would know that the best, my best odds would be going to a all-gay male party for me to meet if straight you, women. If you were there and I didn't know you and you would have approached me, I would have been all over that. Hold on. But first of all, I don't, I can't, I am so bad at approaching and you know this, you know, it's no, I would have, no, I, I know. I remember how we met and it, 
You know, it almost makes it almost makes no difference what you say. I can see I can see whether or not you're someone I'd want to be vulnerable with. And that's why that's why I I didn't I barely had to meet you and and I knew that I wanted to give you my telephone number when we first met. It's I want to actually So I just realized that I I really skimmed past the gay party uh and I know that there are going to be some people who want to hear that. <laughs> and so there, there's a lot of man-on-man action. A lot. Which, by the way... A lot of head. There's a lot of head going on. A lot of head. There's a, there was, this has become more and more popular. Have you noticed? And maybe it's just women... A friend of mine uh, who I had a recorded conversation with on a podcast earlier said that she believes the, that women have always liked watching man-on-man action. It's just becoming more prevalent, or they're just becoming more comfortable admitting it. Um, but forced bias, while it's becoming more, you know, more of a thing. Um, so you're watching this, you're watching a lot of dudes with other dudes, and was this the first time you've been at a party like this before? Yes. Your eyes just went wide, by the way. I was completely overwhelmed with what I was seeing. Right. It was amazing and horrific all at the same time. Why horrific? Just because it was... I don't know how many condoms were being used. Oh. Honestly. And that was horrifying. Right. But I could not look away. Right. (laughs) This is horrible, yet I cannot film myself. (laughs) Uh... Okay, well, you said one guy approached you there? Did you say, or did you... Oh, yeah. There was, one, there was one guy who approached me, and he was cute, actually. Right. And um, he says, you know, I'm not into girls, but you're really hot, and I could totally, I could totally be into that. <laughs> he was so wasted. And I think he might have said the same thing, even if he wasn't so wasted, but he was so wasted that he... You know when eyes just kind of go blank right. after you're drunk past a certain point right he had the he had the wobbly eyes now had he been sober would you have taken him up on that yes okay now see now here's the here's the difference now here's my question earlier you said if a guy walks up to you and says you're a goddess x y and z you know that you're freaked that's kind of creepy but this an, a, a different guy comes up and says something you're hot I'd be totally into that if, uh, you know, what was the difference between you being okay with this guy and the other dude? Because the first guy is pretending that he's doing something for me when Ah, he's doing something for himself. Right. Other guy's calling you a goddess. So that he can get what he wants. He'd say the same thing to anyone else. This guy wasn't going to say the same thing to one of the four other girls who was there. Right. Um, there was just the five females there and like 200 other guys. Jeez. Okay. Well, that might be a little too much, dude. At, to, at, at its heaviest, there was about 200 people and it was clothing optional. So they had, um, all kinds of garbage bags filled with everybody's clothes <laughs> at the door. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was at that point in the conversation when she told me to stop looking at her that way or there would be a problem and promptly kicked me out of her apartment. Uh, on the next episode of the Massacast, there will be a submissive, I promise. And again, go to uh, massacast.com or email me massacast at gmail.com and feel free to leave me a message. We'll see you. Oh, and theme music. If you have any suggestions for theme music, because it sounds kind of awkward 
just going in and out of interviews like that, by all means. Sanford and Son can't use, unfortunately, because it's, uh, it's protected. So that was, yeah, I already beat you to your first suggestion. So uh, we will see you next time in a couple weeks. We'll talk to you later. Bye.